You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest episode, the newest episode for 2023 of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are back <laughs> yes. for a brand new episode, brand new season, whatever you want to call it. It is 2023, and the last time we saw you or you heard from us, right, was in 2022 for our last yes. episode. Yeah. It has been almost, I think, like eight weeks yeah. since we've recorded and yeah. sat down at this table. So we are back. We yes. are ready. We are excited. And we are grateful that you are tuned in mm. to listen to us today. Um, if you are not subscribed, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. Hopefully you have caught up. We have seen um, a lot of people actually listening yep, in the last true. few weeks, even though we haven't dropped new episodes. Um, so we see you catching up and mm. we see you listening. And we just want to say thank you for tuning in and being a part of the God Life Culture Podcast. Eddie, how are you feeling to be back? Listen, um, it was something we were missing um, and yeah. I think, you know, usually we do take a little hiatus in the, you know, end of the old year, beginning of the new year. Uh, and, you know, we get some things in order in order to have the uh, availability to jump right into the swing of this. Um, and it's been a crazy busy year. I think all good stuff. I think yeah. so far so good. Thank you, Jesus. Knock on wood, whatever you want to do. Throw some salt over your shoulder. Um, and it, it's 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 been good and i'm looking forward uh to a lot of stuff i think we have a very busy year ahead of us uh but one of the things that we have all been talking about in our in our circle uh is that aside from it being bu uh busy with like you know like uh crazy church churchy related things or whatever we have a lot of good things to celebrate this year yeah um, there's a lot of parties there's a lot of milestones of birthdays and situations that are happening this year that we are very excited to be a part of yeah absolutely i mean like you said we take the beginning of the year a few weeks off from the podcast right mm -hmm. but um, when it comes to like our church, mm -hmm. it is like very busy. Yeah. Like January was super busy. Um, I mean, there were meetings mm -hmm. every week, just, you know, structuring things, organizing things, revamping mm -hmm. everything. And um, we are heavily involved in our church. So we are in all of those things, <laughs> right? In all those yeah. different fields and all of that. But on top of that, like you said, there are also like then personal things that we're doing and working on and moves we're making and things that's happening, um, you know, and exciting things. I mean, I can't believe already, um, you know, my wife is six months pregnant. That mm -hmm. is crazy. That is crazy. And when we announced it, you know, on the podcast, um, she was like three and a half, almost mm -hmm. four. So just you know just that alone is is pretty crazy but so you know our life is now just getting ready for mm -hmm. you know our baby boy that we are just very excited um i'm very excited and so looking forward to that yes and you know figuring it out there's a lot of things that are going to be happening this year yeah that um we you know we always do our best in putting mm -hmm. our best foot forward and planning and preparing mm -hmm. right um 
you know, for even those moments where things are happening, where we're probably not going to be able to record consecutively, mm-hmm. we double up and do all of that. Um, so this year seems like we're going to have to be doing a lot of that oh, as absolutely. well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's a lot of amazing <laughs> things that are happening. So yeah. uh, we will keep you guys updated and posted and, you know, um, and hopefully hope, hoping for some visual changes too, like in just our setup and what we do, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's coming as well. So uh, keep your eye out for yes. all the changes and for all the good things. And listen, that one of the things that are already out there that we are doing in this <clears throat> new year, you know, if you are familiar with our podcast, we have had Priscilla Berrios on twice um, yeah. in the last year or two. Um, she is a licensed marriage and family therapist who every time we've had her on the pod, you know, it's been a very, it's been a pod episode that a lot of people like, um, that a lot of people love hearing her insights on the idea of mental health, but also, you know, marrying that with uh, spirituality because, you know, we are people who dwell in, you know, we have this duality about ourselves that we are of, we're here, but we're not of here. And, you know, you can't, I think that, you know, I, I have experienced and seen how, you know, you have people who are struggling uh, mentally with stuff um, and immediately they get rebuked and they said, you just need to pray about it, do a 73 day fast and then they'll go away, yeah. you know, which sometimes, yes, that is absolutely the key. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes it is 100 percent spiritual. Um, but then there are other people that need actual help. Um, so, you know, we're very excited. Yeah. Uh, it took us a minute to find the right opportunity, the right time to create an event in our church. Church, you mm-hmm. know, titled As For Me and My House. Yep. Uh, f- it's a family conference, three-day family conference. We're going to have her on Friday, March 10th. We're going to do a live podcast, a live Q&A. We've been uh, telling people, submit your questions locally. We've been telling people to submit your questions. But obviously. if you also have questions as yes. well, definitely put it in the comments. Yes. You know, send us a DM on Instagram. Um, you know, I'm excited for that. I yeah. think, you know, what we do, we do here in a room with no mm-hmm. one watching, mm-hmm. right, but a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to be really cool to have the dynamic of doing this um, in front of people. Yeah. Right? Yes. And I think that's going to be a really cool element on Friday. Yeah. So the weekend is March 10th through the 12th. Yes. And I think that, you know, another good thing about that is because we're going to have it live. Everyone will be here that can be here. It also creates a familiarity with her Yeah. Uh, because the next day we have our two breakout conferences, one for the adults, one for the youth. Um, so it's not like they're entering into a stranger. So you yeah. have two podcast episodes that you can listen to to kind of get familiar with her. You have a live event to get familiar with her as well in person to then uh, attend the breakout conferences um, where we'll be speaking about everything that we can yeah. fit into the time slot. <laughs> yeah, so the adult uh, breakout session will be at 1 p.m., yeah. right? The youth will be at 6 p.m., and we are touching on everything, you know, related to the family, mm-hmm. but also recognizing that there are elements to having a successful family, a blessed family, a healthy family, yeah. and sometimes those things deal with yourself right Mm -hmm. the individual so in order for me to be a healthy son or a healthy father there are things that i'm gonna have to do and work on in me so i can be healthy for those around me so those are all the you know some of the topics we're going to be talking about whether it's mental health in the family the church in the family the world in the family you know navigating all the things in this world how do you raise your kids in a world that we are living in today um you know a world that is so anti-jesus anti-god problematic how do you you know raise 
raise a child in this world you know talking about the church and the family how do you balance both Mm -hmm. right what is the church's responsibility what is the parent's role right and and responsibility when it comes to the family and raising children and 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 bringing them up in this walk on top of that, you know, we have uh, mental health, mm-hmm. a big topic of conversation that we've seen on the rise, right? But also just making sure we're making informed decisions, mm-hmm. right? And seeking wisdom from valid sources and, and people that know what they're talking about yeah. and, you know, uh, not just what social media portrays. Yeah, and I think that's a very that's a very important thing that we're going to cover because of the rise of conversations on mental health. Um, there is a uh, another rise. <laughs> that's happening which is like people self-diagnosing and people yeah. labeling themselves as having certain things that they absolutely do not have maybe they're experiencing a moment that feels that way uh, so these are the conversations that we're going to be having about identifying when you really are struggling mentally versus you having a tough time or tough tough period and how to deal with each one of those things accordingly yeah and how to couple both the practical side of dealing with these issues yeah. but also the spiritual side mm-hmm. there is a spiritual element but there are also practical things that you need to do mm-hmm. in order to have a healthy family yeah. and be a healthy individual so although this is a family conference it's for everyone mm-hmm. right whether you um, have children or don't have children or are planning to have children this is something that's going to benefit everyone regardless yes. of of, yeah. you know, your family background, your family history or what you're going through. Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, whether or not you have kids or you're planning on having kids, you have nieces, you have nephews, you have cousins, you have friends that have kids that you're really close to that feel like a family, you know, and at the end of the day, these are all tools that are applicable to any age. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you want to best educate yourself to not only help yourself, but also help anyone that you encounter along the way. Absolutely. So we hope to see you there, that you would join us on March 10th. 10th through the 12th for the as for me and my family conference yes. as for me and my house we're gonna yes. do that over <laughs> <laughs> and i'm over here so, yes yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> so we want you to join us right march 10th through the 12th for our as for me and my house family, family. Conference, conference right friday night we will have a live podcast and q a yeah. session saturday we have our breakout sessions for the adults and the youth and sunday mm-hmm. she will be with us right for our sunday service yeah. she'll be bringing the word so definitely come out it's at the new jerusalem church 184 woodlawn avenue st james new york yes. and if you are in the tri-state area get yourself here um and if you have any questions you can dm us right mm-hmm. on instagram if you have questions that you want to be answered mm-hmm. or topics that you want to be covered right you can send those in and we will try our best to discuss it on this weekend and i think it's important let's say that you're not in the tri-state area you're out there somewhere in new mexico um send your messages or your questions anyways because we will be releasing the episode in the future so you may not be there present live to hear a response to it but you may be able to hear it on a later episode absolutely and like i said i think it's something that's needed it's something that's very important and i think that you know when we talk about as for me and my house you know it comes from the verse right as for Mm -hmm. me and my house you know we will serve the lord yeah um that stance that boldness that confidence is something that you know one develops right Mm -hmm. and is strengthened 
um, through the trials that you go through and through the tough times that you go through. But at times when you are in the bad moment and when you are in the low moment and in the discouraging time, it's hard sometimes mm. to have that attitude and have that stance. So I think, you know, another goal of the event is to equip people, to equip us, right, with the tools necessary to be able to have that boldness, that confidence to declare this in the midst of the bad time. Yeah, and I think that there's a boldness that goes with that statement but there is also a wisdom that needs to be applied and what i mean by that what i mean by that is, is that i feel like a lot of times um people are missing the wisdom and what mm -hmm. i mean by that is that sometimes especially when you have a family a family with kids or preteens or teens sometimes we take the idea of being bold as being non-negotiable like no me and my house we're gonna go to church today me and my house we yeah. are gonna do this or whatever but there isn't wisdom in educating how and why you know and i think that that's super mega important because sometimes you know as christians we we want to be bold and we want to be strong and we want to be in your face but when you're not explaining especially to your kids and to your household why you are choosing to be bold why you're choosing to have such a strong stance and it's so important to you and for your family I think the message is lost and it just yeah. becomes being you're just like a mean person that's trying yeah. to force me to do something. Yeah. And we talked about that so many times. Messages get lost in translation and in delivery. Mm -hmm. So, again, um, on this weekend, we just want to make sure that we're equipping people with how to have these conversations, yeah. how to go back to your family, how to go back to your home, how to go back to your kids, your children or even your parents and have these healthy conversations. Right. Um, so, again, we hope that you can join us on that weekend and we'll be, you know, sharing a little bit more about it in the next few weeks but definitely uh be there invite people and get them to you know come out yeah. and you know one of the things that is happening actually right now mm -hmm. right normally when because we record and then we release episodes um so sometimes certain events or things that we're covering or talking about it happened maybe it a happened few days already. prior yeah. or a week prior right but this is actually happening now and yeah. it seems like by the time we release the episode in a few it days, it's going to still be happening, right? <laughs> and it is the revival that is happening in Kentucky yeah. at the um, Asbury University. Uh -huh. And it's a small Christian college, right, in Kentucky yep. that has been experiencing a move of God in mm -hmm. these last few days. Mm -hmm. And it started from a chapel service, you know, with the students. They were all there. And after the service ended, a few students mm -hmm. stood there, kind of lingering and talking <laughs> and probably you know still going and it's been going for like over eight days yeah like non-stop like mm -hmm. they have not stopped mm -hmm. right over eight days of worship and messages and prayer and it's been pretty you know like crazy right mm -hmm. hearing it and and seeing the videos right mm -hmm. and even just how it got you know to become so viral yeah, no, and I think that, and it was funny because I, you know, it's been popping up on my algorithm ever since yeah. it started happening, just dropping in my algorithm. And for some reason, you know, I would see the shots and everything like that. And I didn't, it wasn't until I started reading the articles about it that I didn't understand the multitude of people that are yeah. showing up like you look at the video and you're like oh it's maybe like 150 people they're worshiping together mm -hmm. it's over 3,000 people at times, yeah with people outside yes. of the steps waiting yeah. 
right and yeah, hearing yeah. and trying to get in and yeah. then there's also different groups of people going yes. in there are people that are there then some leave and others enter yeah. and it's a whole it's a you whole have people thing traveling people that are coming from different states different countries yep because they are seeing and and it's and it started trending first in tiktok yeah um and it started to pick up from there and it was something that started to pick up because of the people that were attending it it wasn't even like asbury university got Put on tiktok out. and they started like putting it out it was yeah. everyone that was going that was like hey you guys should be checking this out there's something yeah. crazy happening here it accumulated over 25 million views mm -hmm. on tiktok and still growing yeah. right and it's like you said the people that are there the students that are there are experiencing it yeah. you know there have been also you know pastors and leaders like you know that are pretty well known that yeah, have that taken trips yeah. that are being there to kind of experience what's happening and they're mm -hmm. posting and they're saying like god is doing something here yeah, you yeah. know um but one thing that i find interesting about this situation um is the idea that it was student-led mm -hmm. right so like students you know stood around and stood after their chapel service and kind of kept it going yeah but on top of that like you said the college was not pushing it or promoting it mm -hmm. so it's not like the college is pushing hey we're having a you know nine day revival we're mm -hmm. not gonna stop right it was literally the people that were going that were posting it and that's what was gaining the views mm -hmm. and and going viral right and with anything i think that goes viral mm -hmm. i think there oh there's always the the skeptics, right, Absolutely. that have their doubts and mm -hmm. that question. And I think there is a healthy place for you to question, mm -hmm. right, and for you to have your thoughts and yeah. for you to see, like, okay, what is this about? What's happening, you know? But a lot of the term or the phrase that's been used uh, to describe this movement has been a revival, mm -hmm. right, that there is a revival that is starting in Asbury, um, university in Kentucky. It's starting with that college, with that group of students. And that word has kind of been what has been the headline, right? Yeah. Revival is here. Now, this has happened before mm -hmm. in that college in yep. 1970, yep. I believe it was. Yes. Um, they had a similar revival and it lasted two weeks, mm. right? And this one, I think we're going on day 10, yes, right? Um, you know, at the time of us recording this and they have not stopped. Mm -hmm. And on the way here, I actually tuned in to listen mm -hmm. and they had some worship going. Um, they were singing elevation worship, a few songs of theirs. And then someone was getting up to speak and the energy in the room was kind of like, they were very much, um, engaging with him, mm -hmm. you know, and which was kind of cool to see because some of these people, I mean, he, the speaker himself was saying that he had been there for a long time. He was sleepy, but you know, it still seemed like there were people there like thirsty and hungry, yeah. like to hear God's word and to hear, you know, what he was presenting. Mm -hmm. And he even acts right. Like he had them open up their Bibles and he asks if anyone here, if this is your first time, like, you know, reading a Bible or if you don't have a Bible, we're going to give you a Bible. We have Bibles available. Like, so they're act, they actually are equipping people, mm. right? This isn't just a, they're assuming everyone here is Christian. Everyone here knows about God. They're purposefully, it seems like, you know, pushing the gospel message, yeah. right? And, you know, trying to provide people with the tools that they would need to actually, you know, accept the Lord and, and live out this walk. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that is the power of social media. Yeah. Um, number one, uh, media in general, which is that once something, the algorithm picks it up yeah. and starts spreading it out, it has an impact, good or bad, you know, um, number one. Number two, I also think that, you know, what I see and, you know, what I've been seeing from the videos and stuff like that is just a group of people who 
and it's funny because you know for some reason when i thought when i think of the word revival um there's like a visual that comes into mind yeah <laughs> that's not what's happening uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you also and this is where you position yourself to mm-hmm. not be a skeptic um, or to have that healthy balance of that because you're also not in the room and there's yeah. things that are not translated through mm-hmm. visually. You know, there are things that you have to experience. There's things that you have to be in the room to feel, um, you know, and yes, you know, sometimes you're watching something and you feel the presence of God. Sometimes you're watching something and you feel like you are there or whatever. Um, but there are other times where it's like, no, it's an experience that you need to have. Yeah. Uh, to be there uh so at first it was it was that how visually it just looked like a regular sunday service yeah <laughs> to me yeah uh, but i think that what they are the reason why they're categorizing it is at a, as a revival is because of the fact that it has been nonstop. Mm-hmm. because of the fact that there's been an influx of people because of the fact that you know a group of people get tired there's another group of people waiting yeah um and I think that that what that really does is just highlight the hunger that people have to really like congregate and feel God and the fellowship and you know yeah there there may be some people that are you know going just to go mm-hmm. yeah there may be some people that are going because they're fanatics yeah you know there's always a mix of people um uh, but I do think that there's genuinely a group of people that honestly really needed this Absolutely. you know there's people that have been flying in from different states and different country because maybe they were feeling a certain type of way they have been praying to God God show me something or God give an opportunity god or whatever and they've bumped onto this into yeah. this on tiktok and they fell from god to be like this is where god is calling me to go yeah. god wants me to go there god has a special message message for me or a special special blessing for me and you know if that's how god is speaking to these people then yeah amen absolutely i think when it comes to you know situations like the revival in asbury university i think people have different perspectives right there's a perspective of you know, the doubts, like that's not real, right? That's Mm -hmm. fake. They plan that that's rehearsed. That's performance, right? We have the skeptics. Then you have the group of people that, um, you know, would love to be there, but can't. Mm -hmm. And they're almost like hating, right? Like the group of people (laughs) that are like, you know, I need a move of God. I want to experience God like that. I've been praying. I've been putting in, Mm -hmm. you know, my work for years and I've been asking for revival. Why isn't it happening here? Yeah. You know, like they don't doubt it's happening, but Mm -hmm. they're upset. It's not happening where they are. Yeah. Right. But then you have the group of people that see what's happening. Right. And are now motivated and Mm -hmm. inspired and moved to believe God for revival, revival, where they are mm-hmm. right and i think that is the attitude right that's where we have to fall in line when you talk about revival right um it's something dead coming alive or an awakening right so it's literally like there are people that may never have you know um experienced god before and they're awakened to the truth of who he is mm-hmm. then there are people that you know maybe haven't felt the presence of god for a long time the way they they used to or maybe they've drawn away from god or they're just discouraged and going through a dry season and they have this revival moment where they feel that new strength right and they feel that new power and this rebirth that happens within them mm-hmm. right who are we to kind of paint the picture of what a revival looks like. Yeah. Right. And I think that there's so many people, like when you start researching and reading, there are people that are kind of bashing the movement, right. Saying like, that's not a revival. That's not what revival is. Or we have to wait and see for the fruit. Right. I'm going to sit back and wait and see what happens next week. And Mm -hmm. we're going to sit back and wait and see, 
you know, that sit back, wait and see kind of attitude is more of that skeptic attitude, right? Like what's happening there, I'm not really, you know, believing it. It's not too convincing. I'm going to wait and see, Mm. right? As opposed to taking the attitude of revival starts with us and we Mm. hear that all the time but the same god that's moving over there in asbury university Mm. can move in our local church so get your people together right Mm -hmm. and don't try to manufacture a revival or try to create one Mm because then that's the other thing right Mm -hmm. where people will start we're going to do that this weekend we're going to have five days and we're not going to sleep we're going to be in the church 24 7 right but there's almost while live streaming it while live streaming it right (laughs) but there's almost this idea that um, you know, we can like replicate that mm. and you cannot replicate that, right? Mm. You cannot copy that. Mm. Now you can be inspired and motivated and understand revival cannot be manufactured. It cannot just be created, mm. right? But when believers come together with an attitude of, we want to experience God, mm. we want to feel God, we want a movement of God, God responds yeah, to absolutely. his people and yeah. God will move. God will respond and God will revive what is dead and awaken people to the truth, right? Yeah. But, there's always that individual or those group of people that in moments like this they want it to be what they picture revival Mm -hmm. being or they want it to be the fact that revival should be happening where they are in their church and god should be using their ministry at the end of the day let this be a motivation to you whether you want to call it revival a movement of god whatever it is there is a group of college students that have been dedicating time in god's presence in worship in prayer in the word at the end of the day whether you want to say it's revival or not that is a good thing yeah Take that, be inspired, be motivated, and know that where you are, revival can reach you and Mm. God can reach you, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that is the attitude that we kind of need to have in moments like this. This Mm. is happening maybe in a different state than where you are, miles away, but that same God can move in your local church. Mm -hmm. So get there. Yeah. No, (laughs) yeah. And and there have been reports that there are other universities and other places as well that are having the same movement um, happening as well. And, you know, I. When I when these situations like this happen, I, you know, I first look at it um, from a very like, hmm, let me see what's going on perspective. Um, And then after a while, you listen and you see and you're like, all right, there are people that are being blessed and there are people that really need this. Um, You know, so to me, even if let's say six months from now, it comes out this was a pre-planned event they paid everybody like all the speakers ahead of time or something like that, whatever. To me, that's messed up. But for the people that went and got blessed anyways, I'm that's good. Yeah. You know, like, yes, it was messy. This is super mega, like, not a real happening. <laughs> Don't, like, clip this and then, like, start tagging them. <laughs> uh, but if that happened, you know, what, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes, you know, if three, six months from now we start to hear, like, little different things here and there or whatever, you know, yes, that's messed up and God will deal with that accordingly. But that also doesn't remove how God used this as an opportunity to minister and to speak to thousands of people, yeah. you know. And at the end of the day, what you said is true, which is that, you know what, if you have FOMO and you're upset because you can't afford the plane ticket to fly out to Kentucky or you're tight because you've been asking God for the last six months to do a revival in your church and it hasn't happened, whatever the situation is, I think that at the end of the day, what this serves you as, it should give you hope. 
It should inspire you, you know. And also, I have been in moments and experiences where it hasn't been a group of people. It's been a small group of people, young people specifically, who have gotten together in one accord, which I think is the biggest, you know, important thing, is that when a group of people come together in one accord with the mission to seek God, to seek his presence, to just worship him, that's the recipe you need. Yeah. You don't need the lights. You don't need the this. You don't need the that. And I think that that's what the problem is. You know, when you're not seeing a spirit of revival or when you're not seeing a movement of God in a powerful way in your circle, in your church, in your vicinity, it's because the people are not connected as one. You know, we see this in the Bible in Acts chapter 3 when we speak about the day of Pentecost. It says, estaban todos unánimes y juntos. You know, that's the key to it. You know, it can't just be, unfortunately, yes, one person can light a fire and people start feeling it or all that stuff or whatever. But it is different when a group of people come together with that mission in mind. Yeah. And you know what? For those that may be doubting, right, or just in general, you have the doubt and the skepticism when it comes to a movement of God. Right. And you're like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Right. Mm -hmm. God starts using someone or God starts doing something different. Right. And you kind of are just waiting and seeing. Right. There's this whole, you know, uh, mentality of like, I have to see it and wait and kind of, you know, uh, see what it's about. And sometimes that in that waiting, right, the negative attitude comes up and those weird feelings of jealousy or like, why didn't it happen here? Why didn't God use me? Or why didn't God use these people? Or why them? Right. And, you know, for those that are doubting that even within your local church, things can happen Mm. or revival can start. You know, I think of the story when, you know, Jesus was calling his disciples in John and, you know, he goes and he speaks to Philip and tells Philip to follow him. Philip follows him. Philip sees Nathaniel and tells Nathaniel, like, dude, there's a man. And, you know, starts telling him about Jesus. And Nathaniel's like, what good can come from Nazareth? And Philip, you know, with boldness and with courage, tells Nathaniel, come and see. Mm. And the Bible says that Nathaniel went and had an encounter with Jesus and met Jesus. And mm-hmm. Jesus basically showed Nathaniel who he was and how Jesus saw him when he was under the fig tree. But what inspired me or what moves me with that story is the idea that Jesus, um, you know, when he called Philip and the disciples, Jesus told the disciples, come and see. Yeah. So when they had questions about where are you staying, Jesus was like, come and see Mm -hmm. here we have philip who's confronted with someone that's questioning like oh what good can come out of nazareth and philip now responds the way jesus responded and tells nathaniel you know what come and see Mm -hmm. and i think that come and see mentality is an attitude of mentality that we should have in 2023 yeah we want to experience god we want him to do great things but you know what you're gonna have to get up and actually go and see it happen Mm -hmm. see it through Right. So if there's something happening within your church and you're hearing things and you're hearing about movements of God and God's presence being felt and all of these things, you know what? Get up and go and be there. Be a part of that movement. Right. You're hearing revival start in a different part of the country, in a different state, in another state. You know what? Don't wait for that to get to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Get up and start seeking God. Start seeing God for yourself. Start, you know, within your local church, within the believers around you and start, you know, provoking the presence of God and the move of God and having that anticipation and that hope that God will move. Yeah. You know, and it's something that it, it, 
it's been happening. I remember in the height yeah. of the pandemic, back out in Chicago, and then they started traveling everywhere. They started having these street revivals. They were baptizing people in the middle of the street, having all these services. You know, we're not going to talk about the legality <laughs> <laughs> of all that that happened, but it was hundreds of thousands of people as well gathering in worship and all that other stuff. So the idea of revivals happening is not foreign. And I feel like we've been seeing an uprising of it a lot more lately than, you know, I remember like back in the day, I used to hear these stories when I was a kid, you know, the Gigi Avila's and the this and the that, that back in the 80s and the 70s, you know, there was all these revivals. And then I feel like it kind of like faded away and then like they right. started coming back again, you know. So I think it's something that when a group of people, like I said, get together with just this intention, this purposeful intention to seek God. God responds to that. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's what that's where the key is. And it may not be a revival of thousands of people, but maybe it's the revival that your men's ministry need. Maybe yeah. it's the revival that the women's ministry in your church need, the kids ministry, the youth ministry, just your, your church leaders in general. You know, and it, that is good enough. You know, don't look at the numbers. Don't put stuff trying to get the millions of views on TikTok, on Instagram or whatever, you know, because that's not. That's not why you should be doing it. And yeah. God sees that. You know, he yeah. knows our heart. Um, but if you definitely are like, man, I want to experience that, seek it. And God will answer your prayer. Yeah. And don't give up, right? Because no. it may not happen the first time and it happened the yeah. second time. And it may not look like what you see. True. Right? So it may be like you start something and you're trying to replicate and copy and you try to stay at church and th for three days with, you know, mm. a group of people and they don't turn out like that. <laughs> and people are tired and they're not, right? Yeah. But again, you know, revival is not going to look the same across the board. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the way it happens is not going to look the same. So don't, you know, try to replicate a movie of God or copy a move of God and try to get God to move in the way he's moving somewhere else. Yeah. Seek God and ask God to move and 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 meet your needs the way mm. he knows you need it best and your church needs it best and your yeah. people need it best. And ultimately, when there's a revival, not only does it bless the church and the people of God, but it also reaches those who don't know him. Yeah. Right. It reaches those who don't know him. So whether it's an awakening, you know, in your life and a revival in your life to go out and spread him and mm -hmm. spread the love of God and minister to people that then people start like coming to the knowledge of who Jesus is. Awesome. Right. But revival shouldn't just be for your church within those four walls. And that's it. Yeah. God is there. God is moving. God is doing amazing things, healing, powerful, you know, presence of God and movements. But it's just confined to your church. You know, when God does something, God gives you the best. God blesses you in order to be a blessing and help those around you. Yeah. Right. So if that revival is starting in your church and if you feel that there is that move of God, be sure not to be selfish, not yeah, to be yeah. greedy with that. Right. And go out there and, and get people go out mm -hmm. there and respond to the mission. Right. That we are called to do. Yeah. And I think that that's the key. The key is you actually have to understand what you're asking for. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people ask for revival, but they just want to feel Jesus and do a couple of laps around the church. That's not revival. Revival really carries on to the fact that there is such a great movement of God happening that people that are not believers are drawn to it yeah that's what revival is all about where you start getting the random people you start getting the homeless you start getting the prostitutes you start getting the gang leaders you start getting the drug addicts you start getting the murderers everybody starts making their way here because something is happening and they're drawn to it which is jesus which then is where god does the impact and the change in each and every one of their lives the revival isn't for you and your three people right <laughs> you know right. it's something that's supposed to affect and impact your community 
absolutely community and ultimately the world oh yeah the world right and um you know so if you haven't heard what's happening in the asbury university google it right it's happening in kentucky they had a live stream going um the live stream that i was watching on youtube it's not even from them Mm -hmm. like their college it's from people that are there had like five thousand plus people you know tuned in they do have because they they before the whole revival stuff was yeah. going on, they were live streaming their services. You could actually see the chapel um, that kind of sparked it. Yeah. Right? So they they were already technically had a live streaming schedule. Yeah. So they still abide by that. So like if their services were Wednesday at 6, yep. they'll still live stream that portion. Yeah. But after that, it's everybody else that's there yeah. just doing their thing. Awesome. So, you know, hopefully it continues and hopefully the movement grows and it really it does really make an impact in this nation because we all need it. Absolutely. Um, so if you see us on TikTok or on Instagram <laughs> jumping around at in Asbury, <laughs> you know, just be like, hey, I know those guys. <laughs> so thank you uh, for tuning in and for being a part of this episode today. Bring revival right to your home, to your church, to your job. And just know that, you know, God is on the move and you want to be yeah. a part of it. So definitely thank you for tuning in. We are excited to be back and we want you to be notified every time we drop a new episode. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram at God Life Culture Podcast on Facebook. Find us on YouTube and check out our visuals there. And we hope to hear to see you right at the As For Me and My House Family Conference, yeah. March 10th through the 12th. If you have questions on mental health and the family, be sure to DM us or send us a message on youtube and uh hopefully we can answer it on that weekend yeah so thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the god life culture podcast that's god God life Life culture Culture. until next time bye